quitting time on your Monday afternoon. Marcus Young in with the top five of five. Hit it. Thank you, Bear. The AP Top 25 poll for men's basketball was released. Alabama, no surprise at number one, with Purdue dropping two spots to number three. Tennessee, the other SEC team in the top 25, drops four spots to number 10 after their couple-game losing streak. Also, some of the bigger moves in the top 25, you have Iowa State dropping eight spots. Creighton drops up five spots, so you have Creighton at 18, Iowa State at 19. TCU drops five spots to 22, and San Diego State moves up to number 21, moving up four spots. Closest SEC team outside the top 25 is Texas A&M. Or actually, I think Missouri. Uh, Missouri, they just lost their games at a really weird time, but yeah. their record's really similar to ours, isn't it? They've got a, they've got more. Do they have more SEC losses, or are we tied with them now? I have to look that up. To I be think sure. that double. We can wave bye bye to the double bye. Yeah. Unless yeah. we just unless we do the unthinkable. Would that be the most Barnes thing ever to win the next three games? It really would. Yeah, I, it would. Because I, I mean, if you think about it, we we don't typically have like a, a losing streak. This is the first time he's lost back-to-back games in how long? It's been a while. I, I can't remember the exact stat, but I know we talked about that. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens from here because it wouldn't surprise me, man. We could pull out a, a weird win over, over Alabama. Uh, at number two, staying in the, uh, the realm of college basketball, we got Mike Bray who is stepping down from Notre Dame at the end of the season, said that he's definitely not retiring. With the quote saying, definitely not done coaching. Notre Dame men's basketball coach Mike Bray says that he will just step down at the end of the season. Looks like he's just looking for a new place, a new home to go to. He's been there for 23 years. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm almost, almost too long. So... It'll be nice to see what where he ends up. At number two, or excuse me, at number three, we're going to go to the NFL. Andy Reid obviously says that he is happy with what he's doing, has I'm no plans sure. to retire. Also points out, he says, hopes if Eric Bieniemy leaves, he, that he will run the show elsewhere. Eric Bieniemy, obviously the offensive coordinator, will hopefully get an opportunity to be a head coach if he departs the Kansas City Chiefs. Their long-time, long-time offensive coordinator helped orchestrate an offense that in the second half of the Super Bowl saw the Chiefs score touchdowns on their first three possessions. He uh, obviously isn't running the show. That's Andy Reid's offense. Yeah, it's kind of like Heupel. Right. I mean, like offensive-minded coaches who, you know, he's the guy next to the guy. But... It should be right. Does he have any interviews lined up? I think he is with the Colts was one that I think that happened. Uh, a quote from Andy Reid is that uh, Eric Bieniemy has been tremendous for us, and I think tremendous of the for the NFL football league. I'm hoping he has an opportunity to go somewhere and do this thing where he can run the show and be Eric Bieniemy. I, I think he deserves an opportunity. I know 
there were talks about Tennessee. Maybe that way he could be an offensive coordinator, but also run the offense. So it would still be kind of a step up. But he, I think he, he's one of those guys that definitely deserves an opportunity, despite the fact that it's not his full offense. It's still him part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope he gets his shot. He deserves it. I, I agree. I just got a quick update. Uh, here we go. Something, some Tennessee news sent to us from DR Vol that I'll share. Tennessee basketball looks to be checkering TVA for the Alabama game. Really? They're going to give out shirts? They're. Uh, I'm looking at the website right now. I don't think so. I think you have to provide your own shirt. But they See, are, TBA, they, I mean, they can pull that off. I think yeah, they, they got they got the money. Just everybody gets a double A, you know. Make sure they're big, so everybody can get it on over their other shirt. And I like this. We we need to bring that energy. So, yeah. really, yeah. I mean, I'm fine. I'm I don't know. I'm bringing the energy for it. I like it. I like it. Checker kneeling or not? Checker kneeling. Checker TBA. Let's get ready for Alabama. We want to beat them. Nice little fun little throw in there from. Uh, our good friends, Dr. Vault, uh, and finally at number number five, I got an interesting one for you here, Bear. Critic gets animal feces to the face. Huh? A German ballet director has been suspended because a German newspaper critic wrote something bad about their ballet. So what did the ballet instructor do? Hmm. Smeared animal feces to their face. Well, give me names here. Well, the ballet director, Marco... Uh, Go- we'll say Gochi, I don't know. Uh, will be- Has been told that he will be suspended uh, indefinitely. Suspended from what? They've got like a league? Well, he's the director of the of the ballet. The so they're ballet? Gonna- yeah, yeah. The Hanover State Opera House apologized for the incident and said Monday that they were going to suspend the ballet director, Marco. The Daily Frankfurter... Oh, it's been forever since I've read German. Uh, Algemein Zutung reported that a furious uh, Marco approached its dance critic, uh, Hoister. I'm going to say that's how you say it. I don't know. Go ahead. Uh during the interval of a premiere at the Hanover's Opera House on Saturday and asked what she was doing there. It was said that the two didn't know each other personally. Hanover. That's the name of the Opera House. Well, it's a city in Germany as well. Hanover? Do you want to say Hanover instead? I can say Hanover. Pretty sure we bombed the hell out of it, the big one. The newspaper said that uh, Marco, the ballet director, apparently felt provoked by a recent review that the critic wrote about the production threatened to ban her from the ballet and accuse her of being responsible for people canceling season tickets at the Hanover. And uh, he pulled out a paper bag with animal feces and smeared her face with it. I mean, did they ever say what kind of animal? Uh, they identified the substance as uh, dog feces. Dog poo. That's not very nice. No. It's kind of nasty. It just feels like, you know, if you don't like something... Or if you don't like someone criticizing, he did you, it to it. She, it was a it was a, a man, female yeah. male did it to a female reporter. Yeah, that's what makes it worse too. And it makes me cringe. It's kind of like, yeah, she wouldn't do that to a dude. I no. don't know. No, you wouldn't. No, 
I hope I hope she's got like brothers. And you know she's got a dad. They're doing criminal charges for sure. So, uh, if I'm her brother, I'm. I mean, imagine if I, like if Russell criticized me on the top four, or the top five. Yeah. Then if I just turned around and like grabbed like we'll keep it tame, like an old moldy cake, and I put that into his face. Oh, that you get. I mean, you number one, you'd be fired immediately. Yes. I know Russ. He'd be mad. Yes. Like, you're talking about Russell, though. No, you just you'd be fired immediately. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it'd be a good day. <laughs> I wouldn't be suspended. No. Nah, hand me your card, security card. No, there'd be no suspension there. I don't know. You, you start. To... You start talking about you put like dog poo in my face. Me? Yeah. No. If you did it, I mean, definitely. Like you did it, my sister. I'm gonna hit you with something like really hard on the back of the legs, as hard as I can. Yeah, that's just. It's gross. It's a bu- it's it's bully, it's isn't di- it? Disrespectful. Just, uh, yeah, I mean, disrespectful. I mean, it's smear crap on somebody on another human being, male or female. What a rotten person, Wilhelm. Who's Marco? But yeah. Wilhelm Hoiser. Bad person. Well, thank you, Marcus. Solid top five at five. Ended with a bang, huh? Yeah. And ended with something. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't know. I am I am really out of sorts about I'm nervous about Wednesday night. See that's you know what's what I find interesting? I think we are we have felt confident against Florida. We felt confident against Vanderbilt. I'd say we even felt confident against Missouri. Maybe this is what we need. We need to not feel comfortable. We need to be worried, and maybe that's what we need to win. Reverse psychology. I'm just holding out to the hope that usually we, uh, the one rare and one rare moan of clarity. I think it was Westchester that we play up to like we play a lot better to the better teams in our schedule we did beat kansas we gave arizona everything they wanted in their gym with their referees we beat gonzaga in an exhibition game but let's not don't act like both teams didn't have their starters in and playing major minutes in that game uh, we beat a tough maryland team we beat usc uh we've beaten you know some other teams that maybe haven't had the best records, but we're still a solid basketball team. We just got to navigate our way through this mess. Um, I, I don't know. I've I've been so surprised by the level of vitriol, and I, I think that it's I, I think not maybe not an overreaction, but I, I, th- I think people have blown a lot of this up into a bigger deal. That it should be or enter having conversations that I'm not comfortable having yet. So well, let's go back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Where we have Brad and LaFollette. What's going on, Bradley? How's it going, Bear? Russell, or uh, not Russell, but uh, Marcus? You guys got me? Hello? Yeah, sorry about that. Oh, okay. Uh, Bear, I've got to publicly apologize. 
apologize to uh, Adam Hickman. No, no, uh, first, never. Oh, ne- you know it. the driver's rules. Never ever apologize for nothing. I, I make no I mean, apologies. I, I I used to think it was a shtick, but uh, man, I, I think Adam Hegman has the finger of the on the pulse of UT athletics. Stop he is this. a paste-eating moron. Why? Why do you don't apologize to Hickman? Don't do this. I mean, I'm just now seeing the light, Bear. I mean, it, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's going to be the same crap, Bear. I mean, you know what it is. When we get in March. If I that, took it, look, look, it, look, is, look, buddy, Brad, Brad, Brad. If I took, if me and you took him, Hickman over to the Knoxville Zoo and had him face off with one of those rhesus monkeys in a wonderlick contest I'll put $100 on the monkey right now well, do not come in here on my show apologizing to Adam Hickman well, he's almost coming up like a prophet now I mean he's like foreseeing stuff but I I mean it, everything seems like it's in desperation now I mean I think playing BJ Edwards Saturday that that he should have been playing months ago, Bear. That, that's, that smells of desperation. Now I don't know if it's desperation. I, I feel like, Brad, it was just had no other choice. I, I wholeheartedly agree. And you guys had a lot of fun with me. Uh, I think that – I don't think – I think you guys would have called for it earlier if if everybody hadn't just been thinking it. I was just sheeping it up because the kid went to Catholic. I've just – I've watched him play basketball for four years against, uh, I think, three – Three kids I watched him play against are all three in the NBA now, and he handled himself well, and that was when he was a sophomore. Um, I think Russell's right. He said it on voluntary reaction. BJ should have probably been getting at least 10 minutes a night, given uh, Ziegler, uh, resting Ziegler, and getting him up to speed and ready to step in and be the backup point guard and not putting him in there at the end of 40-point blowouts to sit over there on the wing at the number two spot, a position he never played. He was a top 25 ESPN point guard, top 100 overall, uh, and he was recruited to Tennessee to play point guard. And just something seems kind of odd with what's happened with him. And everything that I've heard is it's uh, Barnes has a minimum level of defensive um, – a, a defensive level that you have to be at to play. And that's well and fine, Brad – but you can't do that if you don't have any other – if you don't have a backup point guard. Exactly. you got to score points. I mean, that's, that's the name. you, you got to score points. Yeah, maybe he's not up to speed yet on defense, but he should have been playing weeks ago. I mean, honestly, I mean, it, and, and now we're – like I said, now we're, now we're checkering TBA, which smells of desperation. You know, instead of T-shirts, they should be handing out orange and white sheepskin for all the sheep that have to go over there and watch that. Go! Brad, for, hold on, Brad. I'm out. Brad, oh, Brad, listen, buddy. If I may, take a, a little page from the the book of Russell. You're standing on the ledge, my friend. Step back. It's okay. You know, sometimes we go through these hardships in life in basketball. We we struggle. It's okay. We'll be fine. It's going to be okay. We're going to make the NCAA I mean, actually, we should, but, I mean, everything's not okay. I mean, he does have some valid points, and it's something that I said all year, and everybody thought it was funny to gig me. You know, I I don't know why everybody thought I was – it was such an outlandish take that I expected – 
a top 100 player and a top 25 point guard. To, I know he wasn't going to walk in and start. Well, but no. I'm not an idiot. And last year, Ziegler looks really good when he's got somebody else that's close, you know, that can handle the ball the way he can to where he can. Ziegler's at his best sometimes when he's off ball. Saw that last year with the, you know, the dynamics between him and Kennedy. I was really hoping that BJ was going to be able to step in. And I'm not saying being a, a one and done like Kennedy Chandler, but be able to make a serious contribution. So, because he will attack the rim, he will absolutely throw it down. He was in there for what, four minutes the other night and he scored four points. He immediately drove down, popped, dropped one, and then went to the rack, got fouled, and hit his bit both of his free throws. So. I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing Freddie Buckets as well. Yeah, no, I agree. Let's go ahead and take our first break of the hour. Uh, more callers coming up next on The Drive on Fan Run Radio. The Drive rolls on. On a really, what's turned out to be a really nice Monday afternoon, Marcus. I, I haven't had a reason to go. I mean, I haven't had a slight reason to complain. You got the negativity of Phil. You had Westchester with his, his yeah, just stadium. Don't, and uh, Brad apologizing to Hickman? Can't have it. No. No. But other than that, great show. I mean, uh, don't, don't get me wrong. I love Adam Hickman. He's a former drive intern. But he's like your goofy kid brother that says stupid stuff all the time. I mean, uh, he's got, I don't know what to say. And he's had – he got cute, and he's still trying to somehow – act like what he his take was legitimate about Zakai so anyhow uh, I'm not going to spend any more time talking about Adam uh, do want to get to the next caller and that will be Roberto Roberto how are you sir uh, I'm great and it is a beautiful day to be alive and well in East Tennessee I don't think you could ask for a better one in the middle of winter uh, I, I want to apologize too for absolutely nothing. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think uh, everybody in this audience owes Bear an apology because I think I'm the only person that sided with you on the BJ Edwards stuff. I thought the whole thing was ridiculous, and the fact that he's playing now is it feels like the stars are, have aligned appropriately. Even though we lost the other night, it feels like we were just a different team with him on the court. Agreed? Offensively, I should say. No, I mean, Russell got mad at me because on the post game, like, I, I lit him up because um, he made two. He you lit up he BJ made, Edwards. Pardon? Yeah, he I'm BJ knows better than let that dude pick his pocket. He knows when you're playing. He's played against guys better than that all the way through high school AAU. He let that guy, that, that young man, pick his pocket, and then he had a sloppy pass down the block and had a turnover. And my whole thing is, if he'd been getting ten minutes a night, he wouldn't be making those mistakes in February. But uh, yeah, yeah, what I'm, I agree. Yeah, somebody was saying, you know, when Zakai Ziegler went out, you know, it was all Zakai's fault. And, and, you know, the antagonist in me said, well, no. I mean, was it a dumb play to get your fifth foul? I mean, yeah, especially 90 feet away from the goal. But it was also dumb that we didn't have a guy with any experience at the point, like proper point guard experience, ready to come in and take his place, which is could have been done so easily throughout how many times were we blowing people out by at least 20 points there 
Uh, I mean, it was and all those we games. Had like 10, yeah, point wins this year. I mean, you you're not you're preaching to the choir, man. And it wasn't just I mean, BJ. I, I thought that we needed to get to mm-hmm. to get more of the bench. And I mean, Russ brought up Tobey a really good point. The uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Tobey and I mean, what a find he's been again, and um, and and just some of the younger guys. So. And get get deeper into the bench, and um, there's I, one thing that that Rick Barnes is able to do: it's bring people together, like me and Bear. What can I say? I mean, it I mean, just it, I, it, it I, may it doesn't make any sense, it, no, you no. know. I mean, it's like no, it, I keep going back to it. Russell it said, "You've got he was an ESPN top twenty-five point guard, top one hundred overall, was recruited yep. four star out of Knox Catholic." Where he start- Who didn't want him? Bear, honest to God, you followed his recruitment a lot more than I did. But it felt like it's easier. The the like major he- the the four major teams that wanted him badly were um, Forbesy up at Wake, uh, Virginia Tech, yeah. uh, Bruce Pearl would to this day probably drive to Knoxville and pick him up. Bruce Pearl loves him. He's a uh-huh. you know Good enough but- for my cards. So and then Rick Barnes, but didn't Duke? Didn't he have a, a he? He had a flirtation with Duke in North Carolina too, right? Yeah, I mean he got he got recruited by he he talked to just about everybody that is anybody, but um, mm-hmm. I mean he's wow. he's really talented. So I, I don't know the 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 future looks bright. That's why I'd, I'd you know we've got between a walk if we if we keep them all. Which Russ seems kind of skeptical. Awaka, uh, Edwards, Jefferson, and DeLeon. And then you add in, uh, you know, Ziegler will be the old man to that group next year and a couple other. I, I don't think, uh, I don't, I don't think DJ Jefferson has any reason to stay. Oh. I, I'm just going to. Yeah, I, I think he will. I, I would I'm just be, I'd saying, be super- personally, I wouldn't. If I can't get on the court with this team and not being able to be a scorer, which is his thing, I, I don't. The only thing I'll say I'm about him is is he um, he sprained his ankle very early on after he first got to campus, and I, I think his was the situation. He got so far behind um, that he could not. I guess they just decided that there was no way for him to catch up. So they just put the red shirt he on him. Healthy now, I mean, he does the one fly, we all fly, and it hits his freaking head on the rim about every yeah, every time he jumps. yeah. That's one thing, but <laughs> playing <clears throat> playing night in and night out at the highest levels of college basketball after you know missing yep. your first month or six weeks of not being able to get on the floor when you're when everything's yeah. getting installed, I think it just kind of put him behind the eight ball. I think that's fair. So. That's really fair. Can I can I leave you with one thing, Bear? I heard you maybe two callers ago say uh, you, you can kiss uh, uh, the double bye goodbye. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, it, we're only like we're we're in third place right now in the SEC, uh, and we're a game ahead of fourth, fifth, sixth, and then it's two games ahead of seventh, eighth, and ninth. So I'm not sure. Obviously, our schedule coming up is difficult. That's where I was sure. going with it. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I, that's a fair point then because I, I thought you were just saying you might as well forget. But here's the thing. Wouldn't it be like Tennessee to go out and we're just going to bludgeon Alabama on Wednesday? 
Wouldn't it be very Tennessee for that to happen? Was that during the break when I said the most Rick Barnes, Marcus? I think you said on air. I think, yeah, yeah The most Rick be. Barnes thing ever would be for us to go out Wednesday night and, like, beat them by, like, 10 or 12 points. I mean, that – it honest got it. Well, I wouldn't be that surprised by it. I wouldn't either. It's going to be a, it's going to be an atmosphere. I mean, they're coming in number one. It better be loud over there. You know, I don't like the pandering and the begging for fans to show up stuff that they've been doing. But at the same time, if you're going to show up and show out, we hate their freaking guts for for all reasons appropriate. And it's and it's the first game after Gus Manning passed also. Oh, let's not forget that. God rest his soul. Take care, guys. Thank you, Roberta. That's some good points. I mean, it, it just is what it is. But, you know, we're not it, – it, to, and to be fair to Barnes, we're not over there. I'm not in practice. I'm going off just what I saw of the young man while, you know, games of sought Catholic. But I saw him play against IMG, held his own with Jaden Springer. Uh, he held his own against Keon Johnson, played with Cason Wallace from Kentucky. I think you told me he played fairly well against Chandler too, right? Yeah, that was in the state. That was uh, in the state title game. I mean, he. I think he averaged a double double last year in the state championship game with a broken foot. Um. So, but the great thing is, he's a freshman. There's three more years. A lot of basketball left to be played, and um, I've got high hopes that uh, we're gonna we're gonna we'll be fine. We'll see BJ more and more on the floor uh playing for tennessee everybody and that's part of it too is it's this it's this uh immediate gratification that everybody in our society has to have yeah yeah they want it right away i mean he's a freshman yeah i mean that's people are there are people who are clamoring for nico to go ahead and start like hold let's hold up (laughs) he's he's got time he's a a freshman yeah he's got time See who do I, I don't know who do we have next, Marcus? We have Matthew next. Matthew. Hey guys, you got me? Yeah, we have you. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know. I might. I might take off some of the uh, ledge jumping barns barns burners this afternoon, but I I just don't. I don't quite understand the idea that our entire fan base is a better at assessing talent than uh, a guy that's coached for 40 years and has an entire staff behind him that's looking at that type of thing in practice. Uh, I mean, Edwards, I, I mean, I, I watched the game. I saw he, he went out. I think he played a total of six minutes and uh, four points but two turnovers. I mean, it didn't really seem like anything changed when he was on the floor, other than he did seem a little hesitant, which obviously, I mean, he's not played much with that. But uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like the guys who we've had who have been ready to play high-level college basketball right away, Jaden Springer, Keon Johnson, Kennedy Chandler, they played it. They weren't riding the bench waiting to get in, and those guys were high-level talent, and they played right away. So I, I mean, maybe I just – Well, the timing worked out. Something. There wasn't anybody um, in front of them. Like, they knew walking in the door. 
they didn't walk into the same situation that DeLeon and Jefferson and Edwards have walked into this year, where there's right. returning starters right. at, at their natural position. My biggest yeah. beef with my, my biggest beef about all this, I, I've I've never said that I expected. Uh, I thought it, it was it was possible. I thought it was on the table. Uh, I I didn't think it would happen, but that you know. BJ's incredibly talented. DJ Jefferson, incredibly talented. DeLeon, these guys are all big time players and top one hundred. You know, they're they're top one hundred players for a reason. Mm-hmm. My whole deal was was that BJ Edwards is a point guard. You've got a really good point guard in Sakai Ziegler, but you don't have anything after that. And I guess just me personally, I think it's hurt uh in my opinion, I think it's hurt Tyreek Key this year. Having a you know where we've used him to play point instead of developing a guy you recruited as a point guard, bring him in here and and get him some playing time and develop him in season in games like right. before Christmas and that that's my whole argument and that's what oh, Russell yeah, said. he should have been getting I, ten I minutes a night. That. I mean we can all agree. Yeah, if he's not redshirting, that kid should have been playing at least ten minutes a night. So we end up in a situation yeah. like we did the other day where, if I'm not mistaken, after Zakai went out, Marcus, see if you can find this out for me. I don't think we scored another field goal after that. I think it was all free throws, unless I'm completely mistaken. Uh, I think you are right. I think the, the last, like, three minutes of the game, we didn't, we didn't have a field goal. A field goal? And one there would have won the game for us. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. Just one field goal. And that would yeah, have been the I think, difference. I think that that one thing that has always been a knock on Barnes, at least since he's been at Tennessee, is rotating. He doesn't rotate people very often. Doesn't get a lot of people in the game, especially if they're not. He got a lot every, of guys in there the other night, and he he has more this year. I mean, we he'll he'll you know he rotates all out all the big guys. I'm 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 telling you, Matthew, our biggest problem right now is we don't have a pack. In my opinion. Is a lack of a backup point guard, yeah, and somebody well, and somebody that can attack attack the rim, yeah, that the defense well, has to was, account uh, for. The one the one promising thing, well, I mean, I thought the second half was pretty promising in general. Even put up fifty three points, but uh, that was the other comment I wanted to make is that the the thing I saw in the second half from from the, that team when they got smacked in the mouth, they went out there and they were aggressive. They drove the basket, and then Key got hot, and they just kept getting the ball. He was driving. They kept getting the ball to the hot hand, and I, I felt like the way they played in that second half, the aggression seemed to be there where it's been missing for at least the last three games, if not longer. Hmm. But that's that's all I got. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you, Matthew. Some good stuff. That's where I'm at with it. That I hope that sums up everything. Yeah. I'm kind of tired of talking about the whole BJ thing. It may happen again. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, some news for you. What's that? I've got a caller here for you. You may have called him out to to talk to your face. No, oh, bring him in here. Jamie is next on the drive. 
fellas? What's this I hear about you talking about me and Russ on the uh, morning with the morning uh, dullards? I'm just saying what I've said before. You guys like to turn and bite us whenever things go crossways. You know, we don't ever pick on you sheep. You guys like to pick on us barns bashers, though. I just I, I just hate that we all can't get along as Tennessee fans. Well, because some of us live in reality, and the rest of you guys live in a constant state of just crazy, just crazy, crazy talk. I get it. I get it. Was it a constant t- state of crazy talk when we were ripping on Pruitt and Conzo and uh, one? What's your name? Uh, uh, we got three things, and two are not like the other. Now you can <laughs> you can rip them all you want to. One's a Hall of Fame coach, and the other two are, are mediocre. Yeah, and I, well, I think he, it's and I I know you're going to disagree with me, but I don't even think I'm not putting Conzo Martin down there. But Jamie, come on, man. Jeremy Pruitt had his babysitter paying players. I like the hustle. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Guys, don't act like Rick Barnes ain't paying nobody. I don't buy it. Uh, when you're when you're a five star player and you're offered money to go to Arizona, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, but you're gonna sack up and go to UT for free, stop it. I don't think I don't I think everybody stopped pretending after uh what last year once it all became legal. Yeah, but I'm thinking that um before it became legal, I don't see you can't convince me that you don't think KD to wanted kids. to go play for Rick Barnes down there in Austin? For free? No. No, everybody pays. Well, yeah. I don't think any of everybody, us are under any kind of illusions. I think that there are certain I think there are certain situations where I do think that Coach Barnes, he has his he has limits, and I, I think it's one of the things, Jamie, that's really, really hurting us this year, is the way that deal shook out with Yuri Collins when was it St. Louis went crazy and claimed that we were tamp that Barnes was tampering and he did not like being painted with that brush, and I don't blame him. Yeah. And, and and honestly, you know, if I'm Rick Barnes, I'm probably making this doing playing it the same way. Like, no, no, fine. Maybe you know, we're not tampering, and back off the kid. So I mean, it's unfor- unfortunate, but well, my streak ended last night, fellas. It was coin- it was uh, it was mentioned in the group text here at the station. Yeah, yeah. How much yeah. you lose? Just 25, but, I mean, it's always one of my fatter ones, man. I've been so confident. But, I did, hey, I tell you what, I made it back on the over-under longest field goal made, too. Uh, that that seems to always hit, under under 46 and a half. You were on that one. I thought about that when he when he sh- – <clears throat> excuse me, when he pulled that one. Was that was that even further than – I don't even think it was that far, though. I don't even think if he'd have hit it, it would have broke that wager. I'm, I, may, I may be mistaken, but – I don't think that was forty six and a half or or longer, but no, I think it was anyway. probably the thirty five to forty range. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, dude, I just was giving. Uh, they were getting on Hickman pretty good, and uh, I wanted to come to his, uh, give him some support. I just referenced I mean, my Hickman, boys. Uh, he's he's taking a beating here today. He's he's a good kid. He really is. He's yeah. a good boy. He's just I, a little I, loony sometimes. Still- you're still my go-to guys. I just, I was just saying, you know, hey man, I gotta come, 
you know, give, throw you some support. You know, it was it's funny listening to Russ just fall apart and melt down on the voluntary reaction the last two times. It just, um, I know, you know, it's it's quite the enigma because Rick Barnes is not Pruitt, Dooley, Butch, and and Conzo. He is actually good at his craft, but he does a lot of head scratching things. You know, you don't lose the double digit favorites on your home floor. You don't, you know, you don't set top 100 players when you need help at that position. And but somehow he manages to win 20 plus every year. So he's, it's not yeah, like I mean, he's, he's, he's he, there's Andy Reid. The guy won the Super Bowl last night. Yeah. You know, I mean, coaches are. I mean, they're they're strange dudes, man. They are. They're, they're, uh, speaking they're, of, go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, I was going to say, speaking of uh, Reed, you know, a, a lot of people talk about Eric Bieniemy. You know, is is uh, is, it, is I wonder if he's going to fall in the same line as all the guys that left uh, Nick Saban's coaching tree and Bill Belichick. You know, it's it's one thing to um, to co- to look like a great coach and score a lot of points when you've got Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. I wonder if it's more of uh, Patrick. You know, uh, uh, is it Patrick Mahomes or? Or you know, I hear that Bieniemy gets a, he, he's got a lot of support from around the league and his peers. So, you know, if he does get a coach job, I hope he does well. Um, I, but but I would you know if he doesn't, I'll be like, well, you know, it's it's was, one of those situations where he was you know just you the guy next in. to the guy. Well, you know, more so Patrick Mahomes in this one because he's you know it's easy to win when you got a really good quarterback in the NFL. It's easy it's easier to win when you've got one of the better quarterbacks in the league. So Yeah, I but mean, I, all at, I'll say is Patrick Mahomes isn't developing developing himself on his own. I mean it's that's fair. And and developing himself into that offense. I mean that's I mean it's Andy Andy Reid's thing, but I mean him and B enemy are I mean that's his right hand man, has been for a long time. So you don't I'm, I I hope he gets a shot, and and I think I give him a little bit more credit. I, I lean on that side of it. I mean, that offense has been has, has been explosive since the two of them teamed up. Black and gold. What do you think about that? Black and gold. Yeah. Well, no. We, we need a, we need an infusion. We need an infusion of winning and maybe a little offense. On uh, the so you're you're complete. You're yeah, I mean, you're like. <laughs> The, the, the little chick is on the prowl again, Pink Floyd. What? <laughs> you you haven't had it. He's never. Your coach has never had a losing season, has he? Whoopity damn do! And he's won a Super Bowl. Yeah, they don't hand out trophies for not losing more than you win. Y'all hang in there. In like the hardest sport to be to to get above five hundred. Have you ever seen that? Those the statistics about like if you start looking at head coaching records in the NFL. I'm telling you right now, if Tomlin ever became available, you, you, you bring him straight down to Nashville. Your bottom dollar, yeah, I'm taking him immediately. I'm saying, if I Braves, you know, do it. Oh no, I wouldn't get rid of Braves for Tomlin. Huh? He's not taking a DC job. Well, no, I'm saying like like if if Braves moved on and became like the head coach at Ohio State, Ohio State, or yeah. Or if Bill Belichick retired and he ended up going to the Patriots, something like that. Take Tomlin, yeah, hundred percent. I like Tomlin. I think he's a great coach. I mean, dude, he hasn't had a losing season. That's insane. So, just, all right, we're gonna take our last break of the show, and we'll be right back after this with a shocking conclusion of the drive. Fan Run Radio. 
Well, that's a hundred percent what happened. It has to be. Well, yeah, we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> Wrapping up here on the drive on an overreaction Monday. We've definitely had some of that. Shout out to, let's see, Phil Westchester, uh-huh. Brad, Brad Lafollette, Jamie, Jamie, Matthew to an extent. We yeah. also had a Geraldo call that was incredible. Martin brought it in the first hour. Martin overreacted to the to the ladies. <laughs> he wants Kelly. Uh, he wants Kelly Jolly Harper fired. Shit makes Sweet Sixteen. What about that? I mean, we've talked about it. Like Lawson, man. I just, I don't like. I said before, I don't follow it. I have a lot of respect for it. Um, I've never really followed this. It just not. It doesn't interest. Doesn't hold my interest. Um, proud of the program. Yeah. Um, I just like. I don't care. Yeah, no, I feel that. Hey, I'll give uh, I'll give Jay and Roberto both uh, some credit. They stayed pretty positive, so that was nice of them. Yeah, and there, I mean, there's a ton to be positive about about yeah. this basketball team. The fact that we can talk about Tobey Iwaka, DJ Jefferson, uh, Freddie Buckets, BJ, Zakaya's junior year, and the Estrella kids coming in. Yeah. Uh, who else will we? Who else is coming back off this team? I mean, Camwa could come back. Vescovy will be gone. Triple J's gone. Triple J's gone. Urosh is gone. We have Jonas Adu back for his senior yeah. year. Mayshak's been playing really well. He should Mayshak, be really good. If, if he could somehow develop an offensive game, yeah, this town would go crazy because he would he would be he'd be if he could just finish those shots, man. Mm-hmm. He's so – he's the closest thing we have to, um, like, an aggressive, explosive athlete that can attack the – attack. Attack, attack, attack. So, anyhow, with attack, attack, attack being said, let's get uh sometimes friend of mine, sometimes one of my b- favorite callers, Roger, in here. Roger, how are you, buddy? Oh, I'm, I'm doing fine, man. I'm doing good, buddy. How you doing? How you doing tonight? Not too bad. Oh well, cool. Um, uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear, I'm glad to hear that you're doing good. You didn't. I'm telling you first is uh, you, you did a good job today on the show today. You did a good job. Well, there. I appreciate today. that, Roger. I appreciate for that. For sure, for sure, no problem. Uh, I want to ask you a question. A few questions about the about the, about the team. Uh, I just want to ask you, uh, Barry. Is I just want. I don't anybody's upset, but the I know anybody's point upset about about the, 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 the losses a weekend. The loss sorry. Now, I just want to ask you about it, Barry. Um, if you if, if, if you advise what you do now, get the get the, the team uh, back uh, on track and get the team uh, give them confidence back. What, what I know, Alabama went not bad. What you do? What you do? Get turn the team around. Turn the team around now. What you do you do now to get the team? You know, what I'm saying turn around. You know, that's uh, yeah. I don't. I, I, it's going to be tough, um, especially with the injuries. Um, you just got to get the guys together, and they got to. If they're gonna, it'll be interesting to see if they try and. Uh, it's gonna be they aren't gonna be able to go small ball with this Alabama team. We'll get run over, so you just have to hope that our bigs come out ready to play, and that we play good, solid Rick Barnes Tennessee basketball and cut out the turnovers and hit our shots. And we cannot have any of the scoring droughts. 
So no, uh-uh, no, not, not true. You're right. Got to do, got to, got to be smart too, don't we? You know what? Too, we got to be a little bit smarter and got to do better, don't we? You can, we can do it like that. I, I still going to you got. Hope, hope for us. We got, we got to do better, you know. Absolutely, so we will. Hopefully, we hope so. Uh, let's watch my Super Bowl real quick. Uh, so, would you happy how we Super Bowl last night? Uh, would you happy? To, I know it was a packed, packed game at the end. Everything. Um, uh, would you happy with how? Would you happy how how it went? That's not the went. That's not bear. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I mean, like, I, I'm really happy Trey Smith got a ring. What a fantastic story he is. I was kind of pulling for Philly. I'm not a big fan of of um, Pat Mahomes, and it's kind of bad, but it's mainly because of his brother and his wife, and I, just something about. Uh, I was pulling for Jason Kelsey over his little brother Travis Kelsey in the Super Bowl because. Well, I'm an older brother, and I'm all about, you know, beating your little brother and everything. So we had that whole angle. Um, but, yeah, overall, I was a little disappointed that we didn't – I really – I felt I, I just – I wonder how the game would have played out, Roger, if the referee hadn't thrown that flag there at the end, buddy. Oh uh, well, well, it was a hold, Barry. It was it was clearly a hold right now. Uh, yeah, hey, Roger, it's, it's, you can call you could call that every play, Rog. Oh really? Yeah, you could come in here oh, and, really? and oh yes, really. You could call oh, really? that every. Okay. Are you doubting me, Rog? Oh no no no! Of course not! No, of course not, Barry. No. Uh, no, uh, Roger, I'm, I'm with I'm you. I'm with you. That was definitely a hold. Okay. I'm on your side. I, I think not, you're both not, full not, of it. I went, sure. No, I went, I went Mr. Russ in here. Roger's going to come in here and stir some stuff up with me. <laughs> no, well, I'm not. Yeah, I, I you mean, are. No, 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 I'm being serious about it. I wasn't sure if it was a hold or not. I wasn't sure. Like, that guy, the guy on fault was saying, it, it, you know, it was, you know, about that. The same thing that you're saying about it. I mean, I'm, take, I'm take just it. teasing you, buddy. Oh, okay. So you take a, <laughs> you call a back call on that one. That was there. horrible, Roger. I was just teasing okay. with you. Yeah, it was a terrible okay. call. You can't make that call there. You and Marcus are crazy. Okay, I, I didn't know for sure. For sure on that. You well, know, I mean, you don't have to agree with me, buddy. That's the beauty of being friends. You can think I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh, uh no, not idiot. Not, uh, Roger, idiot. come on. You yes, know, yes, not. I am. No. Yes. No, I'm, I'm being serious. You know, I'm you know being that. serious you know too. That. I can be an okay. idiot. Okay. Marcus certainly okay. can. You've had some pretty okay. far out there takes over the years. I've heard. Yeah, you've had everybody okay. has good takes and bad takes, Raj. Oh yeah, for sure, Bear. You're right. Um, I mean, hell, so, right. Uh, me and you thought we were gonna beat Alabama in 2020. Come on, in football, Roger. Yeah. Remember yeah. that? Me and you were the I only two so. people that picked them. What they I beat think, us? I think so. They beat our eyes shut, didn't they? Uh, I, don't, I don't remember now, Bear. I don't remember yeah, now, Bear. I kind of try and block it out too, Raj. Alabama beat the tar out of us, me and you. So uh, it's it's no yeah. big deal, buddy. All in good fun. Oh yeah, you're right. So yeah, so the uh, so uh, so the uh, so the man's uh, uh, weekend bear. Uh, uh, so yeah, so I hope that they can uh, turn the around. Hopefully, uh, you, you feel confident they can do it. They can do it. They can turn the around. I don't know why not. We got a Hall of Fame coach, Roger, and that ball yeah. is round. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so if you was him, what would you do to get the? Uh, if he was, if he was. I don't, I don't, that's what I was telling you earlier in your car. I, I don't know. I, I really don't. 
But that's why he gets paid $5 million. And I just talk about, after the fact, the decisions he makes. So I, I don't I don't know what you do at this point. Because yeah, his, his, his bed's kind of – on a lot of this stuff, the bed's kind of already been made because certain guys on the team haven't gotten enough minutes throughout the year to really be ready to go and, and play at the level that you have to play at at this time of year in college basketball. Oh, yeah, you're right. You got to – yeah. And you think the team is getting tired? Yeah, yeah, Raj, I do. I think that's the other biggest big worry I have is that they're they're out of gas, honestly. So, um, I just don't. It. That's why I'm kind of I'm very intrigued to see what happens from here with Tennessee basketball. I hear you. You too, buddy. Roger. You want to come in here and mix it up with me, Rog? Something. Hey, I'm going to – look, I have a request. I know we've already asked him before, but if he's still listening, Geraldo, we need you to lift the spirits of this basketball team for Wednesday because I know that that's what's going to get them going. Like we need a boost of energy. We need to get our guys going again. I know exactly what's going to do it. It's one of those famous Geraldo speeches that fires up an He's entire nation. He's not going to call in. Geraldo, I want you to call in. Give me a, a rousing speech. He's not going to. <laughs> All right, that does it for us today. You have overtime coming up next. Russell will be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. Uh, in the afternoon. <laughs> Uh, we have Coach Vitello on with us tomorrow, and everything will be returned to normal. For Marcus and Chloe, this is Bear signing off for the evening. <laughs>